Hey guys, it's Leah B from Prestige Veteran Medical Consulting. I'm a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former CMP examiner or compensation and pension examiner. Today, I wanted to come on and do a quick talk about 11 Bravo infantrymen, U.S. Army 11 Bravos, and some of the MOS-specific or occupation-specific issues that can impact their bodies from a long-term standpoint and, and lead to certain disabilities that they may be able to receive disability compensation for. So to jump straight in, I want to talk about the MOS Smart Book. I have a video on this specifically, so you can look at um, kind of how to navigate the MOS Smart Book. And the MOS Smart Book, or basically the Occupational Specialty Smart Book, applies to the U.S. Army and different um, enlisted occupational specialties and the different skill levels, whether it's a private all the way up through, you know, different levels of non-commissioned officers and the and the requirements those MOSs have at those skill levels for specific, um, you know, different things that those MOSs require, basically. It's going to make a lot more sense when I jump in and show you guys one of these, but it's a really nifty tool and you can look at different things and it doesn't have to necessarily be physical um, components that that MOS has to do. It could be other things like, for example, a 68 whiskey, which is what I was when I was enlisted before I became an officer, a 68 whiskey, um, or a 91 whiskey, which is what we were called when we first came in. Some of you guys may have been 91 Bravos, Charlie's, whatever. There are other things on there besides lifting capacities, such as finger dexterity, because you got to be able to give an IV, right? So it's, it's not just physical, um, components that that are required in this MOS smart uh, skill book, smart book. It's other things, but each MOS has its own specific um, requirements, okay, so that you can be MOS qualified and, and maintain and stay in the military uh, in that specific MOS. So let's just jump straight in and look at the 11 Bravo, right? So let me, I'm going to present this book here for you guys and share my screen. Okay, so here we go. So we're going to jump straight. This is the first page. You can see the 11. It's an interactive book. You can click on the 11 here, and it's going to take you down to the 11 series. Okay, so you got infantrymen. Um, you got your 11 Charlies. You got your, uh, here we go, the 13 series. We got field artillery guys. Okay, so we're going to click right here up at the top, 11 Bravo, and we're going to go straight to the DAPAM requirements. Okay, so up here, I don't want you to get too bogged down, but this is some interesting reading. It tells you their major duties. Um, the infantryman supervises, leads, or serves as a member of an infantry activity that employs individual small arms weapons or heavy anti-armor crew serve weapons, either vehicle or dismounted in support of offensive and defensive combat operations. Duty for MOS 11 Bravo at each level of skill are. Okay, so and here it goes into the 11 Bravo skill level one, which is going to be your privates. Right. And then it's going to talk about skill level two, your sergeants, skill level three, you got your staff sergeants um, and skill level four. OK, so I'm going to skip on down. I'm not going to go over all of this. Right. But I want to get down to table 10, which I think is super interesting. OK, this is the down and dirty of what the requirements are for that MOS to be qualified for, um, you know, for, for whatever skill level that is. And where this comes in, in handy for VA disability is 
perhaps you don't have something that was well-documented in service. Maybe you had tons of back pain, but you didn't go in and get seen because your first sergeant would yell at you and tell you, or, you know, one of your NCOs would say, hey, we don't go to sick call, et cetera, et cetera. I find this handy because it's it's demonstrated here in this DAPAM, Department of Army pamphlet. It shows what that skill level and that MOS was required to do in order to just serve. Okay. So it further, it's, it's more than just saying, Hey, I had to ruck march. I had to, you know, run in boots. I had to do this and that it helps quantify and give more information, right guys. So let me just go over skill level one. Okay. And you're going to see down here, skill level two, three, and four also. So those NCOs are going to, they're going to generally speaking, have to do everything that the skill level one can do. Um, but you know, usually, you know, those privates have to do a little bit more. Okay. Usually those privates have to do a little bit more. So skill level one is going to have to frequent or a private is going to frequently have to identify vehicles, equipment, and individuals at long distances. Okay. They are going to have to raise and carry 160 um, pound person on their back. Right. They're going to have to perform all other tasks while carrying a minimum of 65 pounds evenly distributed over their entire body. Frequently dig, lift, shovel 21 pound scoops of dirt in bent, stooped, or kneeling positions. Must be able to hear oral commands in outdoor area from a distance up to 50 meters. Frequently walk, run, crawl, and climb over varying terrain for a distance of up to 25 miles. Frequently run for short distances, occasionally walk slowly for two hours out of six while carrying 26 pounds. Frequently lift 89 pounds, five feet. Frequently lower 58 pounds, three feet. Frequently give oral commands in outside area at distances of up to 50 meters. Frequently lifts and lowers 32 pound bags, shoulder height. Frequently throws one pound objects 40 meters, frequently lifts 45 pounds waist high, occasionally climbs a rope a distance of up to 30 feet, frequently lifts 55 pounds overhead, frequently lifts 55 pounds three feet high, moves laterally five feet and places objects in two, occasionally carries 153 pounds 10 meters, right? So those are the things that you know, often when I was on active duty, if we were looking to see if somebody was MOS qualified still and either... Um, separate them medically, or perhaps try to change their MOS, we would send them for something called a functional capacity screening. And they would have to do some of these tasks, um, usually performed in front of an occupational therapists to see if they were able to still perform the duties of their MOS. But I digress, because we're talking about VA disability. So these are the things that you were required to do as an infantryman in order to stay MOS qualified, right? And then the skill level two, three, and four, as you can see, they have, they've all got to do a lot of these same tasks. This is tasks one through 18. These skill level fours, right? Th those E7s and up, right? Well, E7s because the E8 is going to be a 11 x-ray probably. We won't get in the weeds on that. But um, that 11 Bravo is going to have to do that. E7 is going to have to do skills one through eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, and 13. So they're basically saying once you're an old crusty NCO, you're probably not going to have to do tasks 14 through 18 anymore because the young bucks are doing that, right? So let me jump off this um, screen share. All right. So that's a super helpful tool. You can use it. As you can see, the 11 Charlies, um, the 13 series guys, all the MOS um, skill levels should be in there. You know, this is an older DA PAM, so you may have to convert your MOS or some of the newer MOSs may not be in there. 
I want to share one last article real quick that I use on 11 Bravos as well that can be helpful. Um, give me one second. All right. So um, let's see. Incidents and risk factors for acute low back pain in active duty infantry published in military medicine identify significant loads and strain members of the infantry are required to carry throughout their careers. One study of infantry service members identified multiple risk factors contributing to increased incidence of low back pain to include increasing age, senior enlisted rank, member of the army and, and marital status, apparently, um, other than single. These factors are well described in a previous study by the same authors. It goes on and on to discuss that the loads carried by soldiers have been documented as far, um, you know, for hundreds of years where weapons and equipment could weigh as much as 80 kilograms. Um, so anyways, that's a very, that's an interesting study that you can use also if you're an 11 Bravo guy that may help. Um, and I would encourage you to read the whole study because there's going to be additional information in there that may be pertinent to you. So I hope this was helpful. I know not everybody's in 11 Bravo, but if you have a specific MOS that maybe um, you want to hear more about, drop some comments and I can um, certainly see if we get enough interest in this type of video doing some other MOS specific videos. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Talk to you guys soon.